This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. for Batter Up, the definitive Atlanta Braves podcast with host Joe Patrick and Caleb Johnson, giving you exclusive insight into our Braves from Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Here's Joe and Caleb. Welcome into Batter Up uh, post-game reaction after game three of the NLCS where the Braves have fallen six to five in this first game in L.A., uh, Caleb Johnson and with my co-host Joe Patrick and I will before I turn things over to you Joe I will tell the people uh, you are getting raw unfiltered uh, reaction from the two of us we have not talked about anything we hardly even texted throughout the game uh, just for a brief moment so you and I have not really gotten to speak about this and um, well I guess the one thing we did text about was me sending you uh, one just about 10 15 minutes ago saying i really don't even want to do this hmm, um yeah this is not uh this is not a fun night how are you feeling about this it's not good i mean sports right like yeah. the last two games were like unbridled joy and euphoria and now you get this you know it sucks it it's really terrible um total gut punch the knife is twisted in my like it's just all you know all the bad things um yeah because you can't help but think about what could be when you're in that situation the Braves were in late in that game you've got a three-run lead hell you were thinking about possibly stretching it to like not even be in a save situation um you you had some opportunities there in the end and a guy in Luke Jackson comes out to pitch for you and he's been money for the most part like for so much of this season so much of this postseason he did have a little hiccup you know in the last game he he uh gave up the the double in the in um game two um but oh man it's just tough i i i i'm seeing like the twitter reaction to it also and that's like kind of making it worse for me like it's just like making me more angry just like seeing lots of takes um the Braves are still winning the series two games to one. It, it really doesn't feel like that, <laughs> you know, like I'll not. be the first to admit it. Like it doesn't it feel does like not. you're winning a series and you're in good position and, and all that stuff. Um, but we, we, we can talk about that later. I need to pass it back off to you because I'm just uh, getting heated right now. How are you feeling? Uh, well, I'm, I'm angered. I'm frustrated. And I guess I am, I'm with you and I'm, I am equally as frustrated and I had to right after uh cody bellinger's home run i had to get off twitter yeah uh, just because uh, what a toxic place right now and the 
the, the where blame is being placed right now is also very frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Um, I understand if in hindsight it is looked at that. Well, why did you send Luke Jackson out there um, when you're right? The last game wasn't his best stuff. Uh, he had been hit up a little bit. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I received a text from a friend of mine right after that happened, which read, why is Luke Jackson on this roster? And I, I yeah. and it's just, well, I can point to 181 games uh, as the reason why Luke Jackson was not only on this roster, but why he was in the game at that moment. Uh, it's the same reason why during the Milwaukee series, we looked at it and we went, wow, Snit is really throwing these guys out again and again and again and again. Uh, this seems like it's a bad idea. It's a recipe for disaster. But here's the thing. Those guys performed every single one of those games mm-hmm. um, minus uh, what I, I think it was. What Was it Luke or was it Matzik that had a a bad performance that, that ended up uh, going early in the, in the Milwaukee series. Um, but out, so outside of a hiccup or two, like these are the guys who have proven all season, they were going to step up for this team. And so the only frustration that I have is between Luke Jackson and Travis Darno as to why a high fastball was thrown at Cody Bellinger when you saw the pitch, bef- like the hack that Bellinger took, the the swing before that, that's what he was looking for. Yeah, he yeah. was he was looking for something to drive out of the ballpark so much so that that first swing was embarrassing. The I can't remember if it was the first swing, but the 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 hack that he had was so embarrassing. He he dropped down to a knee. Uh, so that that is the one time when I, I just feel like even if you walked the guy just to keep it away from him because you know what he can do in that moment. That that's the part that leaves me frustrated. Uh, I think there's also a part of this that there was something too telling uh, and, and, and it's going to be a problem if the Braves want to advance uh, and go on to face a Houston or a Boston. There's a problem when this moment happens and it feels over. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There's something about the fact that Luke Jackson letting that home run go, and you just feel like, well, and, and the game was tied at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then you get Jesse Chavez coming in. He doesn't have his best stuff, and, and ultimately you're losing this game. I, I think – just part of the frustration is that I've seen this Braves team um, really like come from behind and pull things out that have been really impressive. And I was frustrated to see just the, um, the lack of spirit of like, let's get back in this thing after that play. Uh, And I think that adds to, the feeling of defeat and of we're right back where we were a year ago. Yeah. I'm, it feels, 
I'm not totally comfortable like speaking about the reaction and everything at this moment because I don't want to come off as like paternalistic for you know having a different viewpoint than than some people do um in in their reactions to, to what sure. happened let me let me just go back to the 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 pitch that that the home run that Cody Bellinger hit I, for me I don't have I'm, I'm I mean I'm kind of with you that I would prefer not to throw a high fastball there um I would say that that fastball was like extraordinarily high and it was it, is, it really like, was it is a testament to Cody Bellinger that he was able to actually kind of put that kind of get that swing on on that ball um most of the time that's not getting that's getting whiffed on first of all if you're getting a swing if not it's probably getting fouled off it's just very hard to get the bat in that position to hit that ball sure um but to your point i also agree where you've got the count was it one and two uh was it a one two count i think uh something honestly, like that. I, I know honestly, luke was I ahead. Can't remember. i know luke was ahead in the count and he had pitches to give and that's why he was throwing the ball way up there because he was trying to get a swing and a miss and i would have just rather him you know, try to spike a couple slider, you know, a couple of his sliders that he's, he's known for as his strikeout pitch. So, um, you know, the, the fastball is typically the, the, the pitch that he gives up the home runs on and, um, well, you know, well, in an elevated fastball is one that can easily go out like that. Yeah. Well, so also I, I guess in, in defense of like, that's what got him in trouble a game ago and, and kind of got, things like out of hand for, mm-hmm. for for Luke Jackson at least in game two was the fact that he spiked um you know that off speed and then he got like really afraid Tentative. of yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of doing that again and and having Travis having to kind of you know be ready essentially yeah um yeah. As, as Travis showed all, all night once again that he has that ability yeah. um to 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 go and get balls but that. Maybe that was a consideration with two runners on base. You know, you don't want to potentially yeah. throw a wild pitch there and and have runners move two runners into scoring position. Um, you know, it's just tough. I mean, it's it's just it's tough that that happened. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I do just want to say like I'm kind of with you in terms of like the reaction about like Luke Jackson is like all of a sudden terrible and stuff like that. Like, I mean, this happened. No, it's actually it's actually kind of poetic in a sad way that I, I heard him speaking was it before game two sometime here recently during this series and he kind of you know they were talking to him about the bullpen and how how great the bullpen has has been this entire postseason for the Braves um and you know he was saying he was like the bullpen's like an offensive line where it's like if you don't hear about us you know if, yeah. if we just kind of slide under the radar that's exactly what we want and you if, if somebody's talking about the bullpen it's usually not for a good reason. I mean, the Braves have been getting a lot of talk. The Braves bullpen has been getting a lot of talk here recently for good reasons, but you know, in general, that is the thing. And um, that's kind of what happened with Luke Jackson today is like, he gave up the the bomb, you know, and that happened that it does happen. And again, this is where I want, don't want to sound like, um, like I'm being paternalistic and saying like, well, you just got to get used to it because sometimes pitchers give up runs and then you lose the game, you know, like, like no one wants to hear that or, and I don't like, that's not even what I mean to say. It's just that again, I kind of go back to the top of what I was saying. It's like, this is freaking sports and it's why it gives us so much joy at the highs and it gives us so much pain when it's at its lows like this. And th- I can actually get lower than this. So pre- pre- prepare yourself. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Um, but you know, it's just like this feeling right now is just really, really terrible. And, you know, you got to think you know, like Dodgers fans may have been feeling this type of way, you know, 
a couple of days ago because you know you could argue that the team that maybe should have won every game in this series has not <laughs> the Braves kind of pulled two That's games out of their ass true. in the first two games and the Braves I think were clearly the better team obviously in this game after Charlie Morton settled down after that first inning um and obviously we know what happened there so you know, it's just been a crazy series like that. And uh, I think if you are looking for any good news out of this thing, um, which I know it's like, you know, you don't even want to bring that up sometimes, but the Dodgers did use nine pitchers in this game. Like they really were in desperation mode um, after Walker Bueller came out of this game. So, you know, that you, I, I think you're, you're in a probably a better position than them uh, as far as the bullpen situation goes. But after something like this happens today, you got to wonder, you know, do you – are, are you willing to use Luke Jackson? Like he didn't look as good today as he has. And you just wonder if maybe, you know, you've been saying it, Caleb, like you're just like surprised that these guys are being used every single game. And some of them literally have been used in every single game. Yeah. And Luke Jackson, Tyler Matzik specifically are two of those guys. So, you know, you do wonder if maybe you need to have, have a plan to, to not have those guys in, at least in those situations um, that deep in the game, but. Oh, it's just a tough one. All right, let's talk about the good. Because, uh, I, I mean, as much as it feels very um, um, fake, I guess, to be like, well, there were some good things a part of this game. There honestly was. Uh, you, w- One of the big things is, once again, the Dodgers have used a ton of pitching. And, and look, I... I'll, I will be as blunt as I possibly can. If the Braves are going to win this series, they're being gifted opportunities offensively with the fact that, that I mean, you want to talk about Luke Jackson being used in every single game. The fact that the Dodgers have gone, what, like eight pitchers the first game. I think it was, what, seven in game two and nine tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the... And you you throw in the fact that game two they used two starters, yeah. um, you know. So like the the opportunities are there just as much for the Braves offensively as they are for the Dodgers because game four it looks like from everything that Brian Sticker has said that this is going to be a a bullpen game. Um, I mean, it's essentially going to be a bullpen game as well for the Dodgers because mm-hmm. uh Arias w- you know pitched in game two so he's not going to be able to go real long right um, right so you know I-, I guess it's one of those things are relatively even uh except the Braves actually do lead in this series even though it, it doesn't feel like that and-, and I think that here's the other big thing that is going to get swept over of course in this one uh, is the fact that you, you got Freddie Freeman back. Like yeah, Freddie Freeman yep. looked as consistent as back to his regular ways. Super sharp, um, yeah. Yeah, as, as he possibly could. And that could only bode well uh, when I think, like, because like, here, here's part of where my mind keeps going, and I know it's just going to happen for Brave fans and just for for anyone who cares about this series in general. Everyone is going to start looking at this series, looking at last year, looking at this series, looking at last year. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the bats went really cold last year. The Braves lost that, that game three, 15 to three. Okay. It was a blowout. It felt 
terrible from the start. I know in this moment right now, like this sucks because the Braves had this one in hand and it got ripped from them right at the end rather than never feeling like they had a chance where that's where the Braves were uh, in the, in game three a year ago. It's just different. Like I, I, I don't Caleb, know how to Caleb, express that enough. Caleb, I, I think that's a great point. And I got to say, I think we would not be feeling as despondent as we feel right now. If we had just lost 15 to three. Yeah. If we had just lost 15 to three, we'd be saying you sweep it under the rug. You get on for tomorrow. You'd go out and you win game four and you put yourself up three games to one, et cetera, et cetera. Which is exactly what the Braves did last year. Um, but mm-hmm. it's the, it's the way that this team lost clearly. That is the big gut punch. It's the, because as a, you can't help yourself, you cannot yeah. help yourself, but think about yourself being three games up, you know? Um, and I'm not saying the brave players or, or anything did that, but it, just as a fan, that's why you're, you're, when your emotions turn in such a drastic way, it makes you feel like crap. Like we feel right, right now. So I, I'm really gr- glad that you brought that up because it is true. It's, it, it makes it, it, the emotions of this moment that we're feeling right now makes it harder to see, the forest for the trees, you know, like it makes Absolutely. it harder to see the bigger picture um, of what is going on for this team. And so, and you're right. Like Freddie Freeman back on track. This was your best offensive game of the series, uh, which is something that we knew had to turn. We knew that these Braves bats had to turn on if they wanted to, to really go far and, and win this series. So you got some of the things that you wanted to see out of this game. Um, you didn't get the start probably that you would have liked from Charlie Morton, although the end result was not so bad. I would go five yeah. innings, two earned runs. You looked like he was going to get in a lot of trouble and you almost wondered for a second, whether he was going to make it out of, you know, the first second inning, but he did settle down, um, and, and gave you generally, uh, you know, a decent performance. So it wasn't all bad in this game, but it just leaves more, you know, the way that it ended obviously leaves questions for, you know, how the bullpen should or will be managed, um, in these upcoming games. But uh, I mean, yeah, tomorrow is going to be a crazy one because obviously, you know, a game four in this situation is a huge one, you know, whether you go into game five up three, one or, or tied two two. Um, and, but also as you were talking about with uh, Julio Urias, you know, the, the, the pitching situation uh, for the Dodgers and the Braves is going to be, is up in the air right now. I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, Urias will probably be able to pitch, you know, I would just kind of throw it out there, maybe like 80 pitches, something like that um, in that range. And we'll see how it goes when he throws there tomorrow. But, you know, he threw a relief outing between his starts. And when Max Scherzer just did that, he said he came out in that in the start and said like his arm felt dead. Julio Urias is a different guy. So you never sure. know how his arm will feel, but you, that's always uh, something that could happen for the Braves. We don't even know who's going to be the starter yet. I'm assuming we'll find that out relatively soon here. Um, this evening, if not tomorrow morning, but um, you know, it's just going to be, it's going to be a wild game. And I think that the fact that you did get the the bats going should give you a little bit of optimism going into that game that you can do damage and that you don't have to get some miracle, you know, uh, bullpen game where you only give up two runs or something in the game. I think that this game should give fans some confidence that this team can score, um, which they haven't been doing as of late. Uh, here's something else, Joe, that I wonder about. Um, I never questioned the fact that Brian Snicker wanted to get Charlie Morton on full rest. So, of course, going with Max Freed, then Ian Anderson, then Charlie tonight. Um, knowing how this game ended now, and of course, we always, you know, playing hindsight 2020, 
is you know something we like to do all the time. How does it feel knowing that Charlie can't come back and help you? At least I would think with, he can't help you the next two games. Uh, is that a concern to you at all? I'm sorry, who were you saying? Uh, Charlie Morton. Like the fact that he was used tonight, 96 pitches. Yeah. Um, no, it, I mean, I, I think you're all right. I mean, you've got um, – well, because I th- I think like if we're if we're realistic, if this thing is going six or seven, yeah, he's gonna come back on short rest. Yeah. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, but it's just the fact that I don't think he can help you these next two games. For sure. Um, For sure. Is that is that a big deal? Knowing that if they had flipped, uh, you know, and he had pitched on short rest in game two, like like. Like playing that hindsight game, is that going like how? I guess how big of an issue do you feel like that is, or does it matter at all? No, I mean, I, I, it's, it's fine with me. I think that um, you know, I, if you want to look at it, I think maybe you would have to see how it might affect him to th- having thrown this many pitches because I, I think he would come back for a game seven start. I think that that's like why you have a guy yeah. like Charlie Morton uh, who would pitch in that kind of huge pressure situation. Um, you know, I, I was, it wasn't great seeing like the, the command was not there from him today, just like yep. it hasn't really been for his two starts in the postseason so far. So I think that that is a legitimate concern. And it was especially concerning to see how he started today, considering he was on an extra day's rest. You know, I thought the extra day rest would have him uh, in a lot better shape, just, you know, the, the, the shape of his pitches and everything like that would have been much better than it, than it was. Again, it turned out he kind of settled in and he was okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, I do wonder, especially just seeing how, you know, he pitched uh, in the what was it, the Brewer series where he um, pitched on short rest in that game four clincher. Um, you know, it doesn't give you a huge amount of confidence of him coming back in game seven, but obviously he's going to be your guy. So you're just going to kind of roll with them. So we'll have to go there. I mean, I'm seeing in the comments, I, the reason I was like, I had to re-ask you because I was reading some of the comments and everyone's like, why is Snicker throwing Luke Jackson there? Etc. And Stop I don't know. I don't, I don't know who else you would throw <laughs> there. Like, would well, you rather so, see Will Smith? Would you rather see like uh, I don't know. Uh, well, you, so Oscar you know what? Um, in well, that no, situation, I, 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 I think people people might be uh, wondering with as many times as Jesse Chavez got up in that game. Um, I, I still think there is just something about the consistency that this bullpen has had. And look, all the numbers have been thrown out about how just how good this bullpen has been through this playoff series that 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 is the that is the frustrating part of playing the hindsight game is going, well, why did he throw Luke out there at that point? Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, because it's been working um, and now. And it's not As, like Luke. It's not like Luke has been like kind of lucking his way through these uh, these appearances. He's generally been strong. I think the last one, the game in what game two, that was the first time we saw like a chink in the armor where he gives up a hit. <laughs> you know, like yeah. but other aside from that, he's been pretty much locking things down. I, and I think part of it too is it's just that um, it, it's one of those. It, it gets me back to. Um, some of the earlier stuff that people had with Will Smith is, you know, Will Smith going out there is solid, 
95% of the time and then has a blown save. And, you know, everybody is questioning Snit in that moment. And I'm more on the, like, I'm angry at Luke Jackson. Yeah, I'm um, angry at Luke Jackson too, by the way. Like, like yeah. you know, I'm not saying like you should be like content with what happened no. here at all, you know? No, like that. that is that is my thing. I'm not mad at Brian Snicker because like Snit's going with his guys. Yeah. He's he's going with his guys who have proven it so far this season. Um, and while Jesse Chavez is a, is a part of guys who have proven themselves valuable as of recent, he's still not a part of the like the um like the, the the guys that Brian Sticker has been leaning on seven eight nine all season. Like mm-hmm. the guy, I, I mean, it, it even takes me back to uh, what happens tonight with the game on the line for Dave Roberts. He's going to Kenley Jansen. Guess who blew the game and game two? Mm-hmm. Kenley Jansen. Like it's mm-hmm. just one of those. You know, I, I, I'm sorry, folks. Like you, you take this however you need to take it. Because honestly, I'm angry too. I'm frustrated too. You blame whoever you need to blame. I'm just telling you, I don't think you need to be blaming Brian Snicker um, because that's too easy of a target. Blame Luke Jackson for not performing or or as he should be going to be called again. He should be called 77 again. Uh, Thank you, Randy McMichael, because uh, he doesn't deserve his name right now just because it's it's just utterly frustrating. However, um, getting out... Let me let me add one thing if if you sure, if, go ahead. if you don't mind. Like I, I think that there's something um particularly frustrating to everybody, myself, you, and I think all Braves fans, that it was Luke Jackson of all people that this happened to because yes. he is a guy who has struggled, who has had kind of his his fits and spurts uh w- with his Braves career. Um and he wasn't like a you know a, a highly touted guy when he came to the Braves, but he kind of was able to to figure out a slider that worked for him. And then he had his struggles, and he's you know again he's just been a streaky kind of guy. So I, I think that just people like if it was Tyler Matzik that gave that up, I don't think there would be quite the same level of rage about um about about the <laughs> the the person who, who gave no up the homer. well I think that there's there's only two people who this outrage would have happened Luke Jackson and Will Smith yeah if agree if, if Will had done this in the ninth then everyone would be going see this is exactly because, why we shouldn't be trusting him because everybody has seen this kind of before at one point or another yeah. you know yeah and, and that's honestly like that's folks that's what it is is you've seen the bad of Luke Jackson in the past however like I'm just t- I'm telling you. Over 181 games and through uh, through this playoff series to this point, he's just been he's been good enough that you could trust him. Uh, any offensive any, line. If, when a quarterback yeah. doesn't get sacked, nobody points out the offensive line. Yeah. They point out how great the quarterback. You know, it's just like that's just how it is. You know. Yeah. It's just it, it's frustrating. Um, I don't know, Joe. I, I feel like I'm. I'm running out. I've given my positives. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've given my blames. Uh, game four, as we've talked about. I also, um, I, I will take some blame as well because I was watching this with some people, some friends, you know, you take in the sports game with your, with your friends, your, and I had to come back to do this show. So I was like, all right, I'm going to leave in the eighth inning. And as soon as I left the spot where I was, Crap well, at the fan. Well, so I, I kind of, I'm not going to, you know, I, I have some, I will shoulder some of this blame as well. Well, look, look, if you're going to take some of this blame, 
I got to at least half it with you because I will be honest, uh, what was happening to me before that home run was hit. Um, I was looking up flights to Boston and I was looking up flights uh, to Houston because I was just curious to check the market, mm. see what those are going for right now. Um, and or you maybe deserve some more blame than I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was definitely and pulled that and move so, with the Falcons once. It's, yeah, I I did the same thing too. And, and so, look, obviously that's part of it. The uh, the Atlanta curse is of course going to get talked about. Yeah, um, I, mean, that, I that, was. I mean, that's the one thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. Is sure. like, go I, ahead. I, I want people to get it out tonight. You know, like get it Please out do. of your system. Please do. I'm. Just, you know, use this time however you need to. If you need to get off Twitter, get off Twitter. If you need to get on Twitter and and throw some throw some shit, then then do that. Um, but can we please go into tomorrow and not be like uh, fatalists the entire game? You know, um, if whoever starts tomorrow gives up a run in the first or second inning, and the, maybe the Braves are down by a run or two early, like they were today. Like we don't just start um, acting childish. Like that, that's really the thing that drives me up a wall and I get it. Like I've been through all the pain that everybody else has as well. So I'm not trying again. I, I get, when I talk about this, I, I really am trying not to sound like a parent, like to yeah, tell no. their kids well, how to feel, but like, please, like it would just be a much more enjoyable experience. I think for everybody, if we can go into tomorrow with a little bit of hope and, 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 and realism that, you know, the Braves are up to one, the series and all that stuff. Yeah, I no, I'm I'm with you, Joe, because I think I am bad about wanting to tell people how to feel and mm-hmm. how not to feel. Uh, and so that is when I get into this mode of like, look, I'll tell you what I think, and you derive from that what you want. I just think it's a dangerous place to be, and it's and it's, it's not an enjoyable place to be. Yeah. Um, and and I think that is part of it too, is when the curse gets brought up, uh, when all of these well look at this and look at this and look at this um sports is supposed to be fun and so as as easy as it is for me to look back at what happened last year and for me to look at the falcon super bowl and for me to look at uh the georgia national championship and anything else that you want to rope in with atlanta or georgia sports at the same time at some point, we got to move on, folks. Uh, or it's, or, or we're losing the point of sports, which is it's supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be fun. Uh, and so I, it might be really difficult for you, or it might be really easy for you to fall in line with woe is me, here we go again sort of thing. But at least try to hold out on that until a a if there is a negative outcome for this Braves team and we'll address it then remember Please, remember what we said earlier when Caleb brought up that last year losing game three thir- 15 to three you know yeah. like just remember that remember that you know it the yeah it, it could be worse it, it feel it feels worse now because of the way it happened than it actually is so that's that, I guess that I guess that's all I'll say. Maybe we can leave it there I, because I, for one, will not be partaking in the Twitter on Twitter. I will be logging off and uh, resuming my braze and like everything, you know, my brave experience tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? That. You know what, Joe? I, I wonder if I can go back to do you remember? It's it's been years ago. Actually, I have to um, put some sound tonight, don't I? The, <laughs> after that, after that well, at least. Yeah. But do you remember back in the day when you could before smartphones? 
when you could send a tweet from your phone, like you yeah, could text, like text it. Yeah. yeah, you could text the Twitter number and it knew it was associated your phone number with your account mm-hmm. and it would tweet for you. You know, I wonder if I could do that still now because I definitely still have Twitter yeah. saved in my context. And so just as far as like me getting on Twitter and just wanting to like say things, I might I might tweet through my phone instead of getting on the actual app. Uh, I, I, I was, don't know. Yeah, I need an app that where I can just send tweets, but I don't have to actually see my timeline at all. So that well, I tweet can just tech, like, you could do yeah, that. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just throwing random thoughts out at this point. Um, yeah. Look, Braves are up 2-1. Uh, and and this, it sucks. Yeah. But they're up 2-1. Wow. Yeah, Rays are up 2-1. Uh, Optimus side is they could win the next two, uh, which would also give the opportunity for Max Freed to have a series clinching win if they're able to win tomorrow. I'm, I know I'm looking down the road, um, but I'm just trying to give you some optimism before we get out of here uh, because it is not all doom and gloom, although it just really feels like it because the Braves lose a close one 6-5. Um, also don't forget for this game four, uh, it is an eight o'clock start, uh, instead of the five o'clock start that it was today, that is going to play into the sun and the shadows. Those are all not going to be as big of a deal as they were today. Uh, I know I'm going to come into this one tomorrow, relaxed Joe Patrick, because, uh, my wife has bought us a package to go do yoga with elephants at Ah. the Atlanta zoo. So that is my way of coping. And I, and I didn't even know it was going to feel this stressful yeah, going into game well, four. Perfect timing, uh, right? It, honestly, it really is. And, and to anyone watching or listening, I would advise you to go do something relaxing before this game four. Uh, and let's enjoy it because, like we said, the Braves are two up. Uh, they're still in the driver's seat of this thing. And we, we, we've got a, a long ways to go in this one. Um, so just throwing out all of the positive energy that i can stand to muster uh as i started this on a very doom and gloom and low moment i feel better i feel better i feel like we talked yeah. through some things tonight so yeah tomorrow yeah. will be a better day absolutely well uh joe i think that's probably about it right yep yeah we can get out of here awesome well thanks for everybody watching on facebook live uh, and anyone downloading the podcast for my co-host joe patrick i'm caleb johnson you've been watching batter up This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 